Hey, nerds! It's Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Exclusive tabletop game podcast for the uh, Pacific Northwest. All levels of gamers. Analog gaming. Tabletop news. Dungeons and Dragons. Stupid, there will definitely be some bet. That's probably our best. Lot that, that's, that's, our, that's our best feature. Geeks, welcome to Geeks of Cascadia. I'm Blue Samurai. And I, I'm with... I'm Rebeculous. And over there... I'm still Paul. Yeah. And we have another great episode for you. We've got, of course... Do we? Um, we do. Yes, we always do. We always do. We've got some <laughs> tabletop game news. We've got some Kickstarter news. we got some... Conventions are coming up. Not many because it's still, you know, yeah, fire. things. Yeah. yeah. But we have a special, 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 special guest who just happened to talk to us. Oh my gosh, that was that was, was good cool. fortune. Although I found it was out, really cool. What a nice guy. What a nice guy. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. Yes, Matt. Matt. He's gonna be on with Renegade Studios. Peace out, man. No, he's yeah. really We were talking to him in Dragonflight. Let's just be clear. We were at Dragonflight. Dragonflight, sorry, Dragonflight. Dragonflight was super fun. Yes. We talked about Dragonflight on the last fun. one. Were you, yes. were you in the last one? You weren't in the last one. I was in the last one. You, you were? were? a little late. He was a little late. Oh, that's right. Late. That's, that's right. You were late. It was, but I was at Dragonflight, though. You were at Dragonflight. Yeah, we basically had OrcaCon at Dragonflight. Yeah. That was fun. That was great. Which was super cool. And he, cool. Happen- <laughs> he happened upon our hallway. And yes. we said, hey, dude. Hey. And he said, hey. And then stars like just lit mm-hmm. up and the yeah. earth aligned with all the planets. And it was awesome. I mean, he was re- that was really cool to have somebody like that just come up to us and say, hey. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'd, I'd yeah. love to be on your podcast. Yeah. It'd be if, great. Thank if you, you don't yeah. know who we're talking about, then stick around for the next mm-hmm. um, five minutes or so. Yeah. Five, five minutes. Is that what? Is that not how? <laughs> We have the con news, yeah. which I'm sure there there's is lots a lot of con news. Lots, lots of con and news. a game review, yes. which I have them just stacked well, up. Well, let's talk Ready about to... con news. You know, con news. Yes. So we're in the middle of December here. Do you remember? Sorry, I'm going to fire a moment. <laughs> it's okay. I thought that was September. Well, that's in there too. Okay. I'm sure. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, coming up in January, we have OrcaCon, which I don't know if you guys are familiar with. It is an inclusive tabletop gaming convention that happens in Bellevue, Washington, annually in January. Hmm. Wow. What else is there to say about All OrcaCon? Right. Um, it's going to be the 7th, 8th, and 9th. And if you want... It's, it's, Bellevue well, Hilton? Bellevue Hilton. Book your room and get your badge in advance. Um, and you know what? I kind of used to be like, oh, it's too bad it's in like the cold time of year and everything. But that's after Christmas, after New Year's. You want to do something. It's inside. There's something. Mm-hmm. And it's like this depressing kind of time of year. Mm-hmm. So you want something to do. And that is the thing to do. And we'll be there. And we'll, we'll be, there. be there. And if you want to check okay. out the safety protocols we for the whole soon. pandemic thing, um, go to orcacon.org. And oh, we've got protocols there. We're very safe. Now keep in mind, we follow the rules, so they change quite often. They do. So as, please check. As people who either are or used to be essential workers, we're very, yes. we're very yes. uh, aware of how often the rules change because right. it so can be daily. This is your forewarning. Um, Don't be a jerk. Just get your vaccine. For just, goodness just sakes. do it. If you haven't gotten Come your on. vaccine, these things are not hard. Us, 
wrong with you? <laughs> well, exactly. Right. I'm getting my booster on Tuesday. Yeah. Oh. I got my booster. Oh. That's right. Yeah. That's I signed right. up. That's good. Not until like mm-hmm. Jan- late January. What else? There's another con, too. There's another con. There's a... There's like two <laughs> because There's two? people aren't really doing things. Um, in Linwood on February 5th, there's Nerd Fair. Uh, you, you go to Nerd Fair, that's F A I R E con.com and check that out. It's um, There's going to be games, there's going to be shopping stuff for your hmm. kids. Shopping like S H O P P E. Yeah, there's things you can buy. Because Nerd Fair has an E in it. Yes. It's like a shop E. Yeah. Are there going to be nerds there? What, the, the, it, what if you want to buy a nerd? What's a theme? It's just nerd. They theme. don't really have a theme. It's just nerdy stuff. Well, and if you like nerdy stuff, nerd, they, they have nerd all. Nerd has expanded. The yeah, definition of nerd has expanded. Exactly. Well, they have all things nerd. Okay. Mm, that's quite And a people there, really enjoyed it two years ago when we were able to have things before, in the before times. <laughs> Does nerds include like things from the leftorium like I went to when I was a kid? It might very well. took me to a leftorium in Minneapolis. Yeah. In I'm sorry that you're left-handed. Why? Therefore crippled. We rule the universe. You're, also, you're, you're both Are you really? left-handed? Yeah. Is this the, the, this is the problem? Embrace the nerd, y'all. Oh, my goodness. Dang, this is, I had no idea. This is why I have yeah. all these problems. Wow. <laughs> left-handed wow. people. When is this convention again? Um, it's not a convention. It's really kind of just kind of a fair. Oh, it's uh, on um, February fifth. Is... Oh, it's one day. It's one day oh, from goodness. nine to nine. Are we going? Are we going to send our crew over? I'm busy. I think. I think we got a crew. We got to send over. <laughs> send the crew over. Yeah. I might. I might attend. I. Okay, I, I, I got, pretty sure I've got nothing. Our on roving my, reporter. Nothing on my plate Still that Paul. day. <laughs> so what do we got for Kickstarter news? Oh, that's me. That's you. That's me. Uh-huh. Uh, well, admittedly, and I just want to be like truthful and open with the public, and I did not prepare. It had been a busy week for me, and I did not prepare, and I'm really sorry. So uh, I have this one thing that I saw, uh, PNP, print and play. Uh, is that what that means? Yes, I've been it is. i wondering what that means. Print and play. Mm. I know. Yeah. Categorically oh, opposed totally... to things with apostrophe ends, but this looks fun. That was totally off what I had. It's... It, 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 it was very much your definition of PNP was X-rated. Anyway, uh, Bah Humbug. It is a 12 Days of Christmas bluffing game. So you mail your true love a Christmas card each day and boast to everyone in town. Oh, is that the way love is? You boast. It might be. You know, maybe a Dickensian kind of love. To keep up with other suitors, you might have to bluff about what you've sent. But lying is half the fun. I, lying is always lying fun. is all lying the is fun. The I absolutely agree. Will you win by being the sneakiest liar or by catching others in their lies? Uh, anyway, Bah Humbug is a social short key and sneaky holiday game to bring together kids, adults, and even grandparents. And they don't say this in the description, but even great grandparents. Even sure. newborn babies that are only a few days Maybe old that's not can good. play this. How do, they, how do they bluff? You can throw the cards in the in the crib, and just you know whatever. It's for, it's for all ages, all ages. Uh, you get a PDF rule book. Uh, you know, in this print and play, like don't poo poo it. Like it's mm. fun. There's a lot of. I mean, so what? Like there's a lot of stuff that that is just you know. Get back to the theater of the mind. These are the rules your game but uh that is that said this is not the theater of the mind because you get uh 20 black tokens 10 red tokens um pawns um cards pretty cards 
hockey cards. Well, how is um, it print and play if you actually get cards and the stuff? Rules. The rules. The rules are print and play. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so this is on Kickstarter, and um, it is by Small Furry Games, and it is already funded, but as because it's that good. Uh, but as you know, if you pledge, um, I mean, the more you pledge, the more you get. You get fun, cool, extra things. Sure. So. That's good. That's it. That's all I got. I'm sorry. That's kind of lame. Okay. Just have one game. I apologize to the hordes, hordes of viewers you who watch this I, podcast, depending you know on I my love, game you, review. You always bring up these gem little tiny Kickstarters. That yes. Grow and really, I, I just kind of like, I got the big like corporate level. I try. I try. Right. So, I try and elevate the common man. So straight off the printing presses. If there were printing presses. Printing presses. And if they were straight. So we have got Skyriders RPG Supplement up on Kickstarter. If you love D&D like we do, 5th oh, edition. We do. And you're wondering, so wow, do. what kind of rules should I have for like riding a Pegasus or a Griffin or a Dragon or whatever? Well, it's up on Kickstarter right now. So check that Does this have out. rules for flight? Yes. Oh. Because I, rules for I flight really, would be I, great. La, 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 la. I really wish you would just kind of get off that. <laughs> I bet there's a hundred million people yeah. that agree. With Everyone's you. sick of me bitching about the, the rules for flight and yes. I don't even understand Beculous. why you have such a problem. Beculous had a character that flew. I was an Eric Kokra. Oh, Winko. It's terrible. It's and he couldn't handle when I decided to move. And now nobody allows flying. <laughs> no flight. Thanks a lot, Rebeculous. Uh, do you like Critical Role? Do you guys listen to Critical no, Role? No, I don't like it. They advertise for like 15 minutes at the top of their podcast. Wow. Well, we like Critical Role. We do. We do. <laughs> Paul's just joking. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, I also don't, don't like Stranger Things. I don't like Steven Spielberg. I don't, you don't like, like Oh, my God. Still Paul. Oh, Shut geez, up. Nothing. Shut up. He's not. He, he will be removed. The views represented by Still Paul do not represent Blue Samurai <laughs> and Rebeculous. Yes. Boo. Cow. Anyway, if you do like them, and we like them, uh, the new Critical Role figures are available for pre-order from WizKids. So when you're playing a um, Critical Role game, which, by the way, there's one coming up um, in the near future for D&D, by the way, because that was announced, um, you can play one of those figures, or play one of those characters. So please do that. Also, have you ever had a problem um, world building? Um, do you need a guide for world building? No, I I, I would need one. I have a problem. No. I have a problem with nation building. My world building involves too many puppies and not enough, you know, stuff See, to make the world go around. I, so, you know what I, I guess yes. Do, though. Well, well I do. but you know, I, I think you, I think you'd be good if you took a crack at it. Okay. But if you don't know, you can check this out. So, a world world building guidebook for RPGs and stuff on Kickstarter. So, like when I'm doing the Avernus thing. That I will do one day. Can can I can I have puppies? No, this would be this? totally. Well, you can do whatever you want. Okay. You can't build Avernus because yeah. it already exists. Yeah, it already exists. Oh, I see. So what I, I see do? The problem. I don't know what you get. What you guys think about my D and D stuff? So I just take an existing world and I just add some stuff to it. Do you DM and stuff? I do DM and stuff. <laughs> okay. I think you do a good job. Thank I you. I think the roads are a little bit straight, but. Um, well, That's you, fine. You tend to take them. Yeah, you don't we, have take, to. we take them. Yes. Yeah, you don't have to. We, we, we walk down the roads you give us. You don't have to. Um, but if you guys like miniatures, um, I used to play miniatures uh, Necromunda, which is part of the 40K universe. But 
Um, I didn't do the big battle sets because it costs a lot of money. Yeah. And I, I'm a horrible painter. Yeah. If I could paint like your wife still, Paul. My wife is the I best. I will put up some photos oh, right shit. here okay. in the YouTube video. Okay. Well, you know what I'd like to do? Maybe I could buy these new Blade Champions for 40K. Gonna, it's not going to help you. You still suck at painting. Games Workshop. Yeah, but I don't have to paint them. Oh, wow. I yeah, still I, 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 but I'm pretty, still pretty suck sure at I can get, convince my lady wife to... Um, your lady wife, as lady opposed wife. to the other... She's a lady. Wife. And my wife. Mm. Well, if you like... <laughs> by the way, changing gears, uh, Fantasy Flight announces new Lord of the Rings uh, TCG starter decks. So um, I don't know what that, that what means. What is TCG? What is TCG starter what decks? What is that? What does that mean yes. at all? What is that? Tell Google us. that. No, no, no. We no, should no, be able no. to you tell us what it means right now. Uh, the collectible card game, by the way. <gasps> anyway, I do nice. know it, so go suck on it. Wow. Anyway, I will suck on way, it, sir. I didn't um, think you knew it. By so, the way, bam. In my out. place, but I am put. I don't know if that really did anything, but anyway. So, mm. Paizo, second, by the way, Paizo, who makes um, Pathfinder, okay. uh, they are bundling their second edition beginners. Uh, so check that out. So second edi edition beginners bundled now available. So check what it is out. In, and this is actually a genuine question. Yes. Um, not joking around because okay. what is, what is that in a bundle when you get? Because I understand this is so, an established yes, yes, game. Yes, yes. So what so, does that mean? For example, so uh, you know, um, Wizards of the Coast D and D they put out bundles of stuff, and so so it's like the the core rule books or like the player's handbook, okay. the DM's yeah. guide, the okay. monster manual. So. If you want to get into Pathfinder, if you like Pathfinder, um, which is pretty pretty cool, um, you can get the bundle. So get all of it at the same time, rather just you know, oh, okay. okay. So you okay. just probably get a deal, a little monetary mm -hmm. deal on the, all those things. Yeah. Together, right? okay. So you can get a bunch of rule books. Yes. At the same time. Yes. The guy just bought Strixhaven. Yes. You did. I did. Oh, did good you? For you. Yeah. By the way, um, people who are playing in my Thursday night game. Oh, that's not us, by the I, way. I kind of want to, like, diss <laughs> you by away. saying we were not invited, but we were invited. Mm -hmm. No, you weren't invited. Oh, we we were invited! I, 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 and if, we said no, because I can't do it. chimed in. No, you invited. From Thursday, I, invited, I kind of invited you. All right, go Wow! Go, tell, tell us about the game that we're not invited in. Go um, so, on my Thursday night game that I DM, um, I invited everybody who used to play on Thursday night, um, which is not these two. Yeah, choke on it. <laughs> and and if, I'm See, joking. My wish came true. <laughs> if they want to um, change their backgrounds or um, spells or anything and make their, their characters darker using the Strixhaven rules, they're free to do that. It's really darker though, Strixhaven. Mm -hmm. well, I, I, I actually haven't looked at. I, I only just bought it. It's kind of a Harry Potter type thing. Is it really? Yeah. I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. Well, Harry Potter's very white and darker. Well, like, what does he mean darker? Look for the uh, D&D podcast, People of Color, uh, with mm -hmm. Blue Samurai and myself. Yes. Um, without him. Zero listeners, and we only talk and to ourselves. And none of us, uh, all, <laughs> I noticed only, only, only white people are uh, in your Thursday night group. Oh, so, anyway, you guys are so. awful. So, yeah, check out Strixhaven, but... A Cur Curriculum Chaos. I also own it. Uh, good for you, Paul. It is actually a good book. And uh, coming out, let me see here if I can find it real quick. But Use I have mentioned thumbs. it That's just she said. recently. Sorry. Is, um, 
Classic. Don't do the Rick and Morty. Okay, thank you. Sorry. Sorry for all of you who love Rick and Morty, but... Hey, did you not enjoy the Rick and Morty campaign? I actually did enjoy Come the Rick on. and Morty campaign. Come on. I did not... I that campaign. I could not watch past the Rick and Morty episode where there was an almost... There's stuff that happens in Rick and an Morty. An almost very bad disturbing. thing. It was disturbing. <laughs> Super disturbing. And I wanted to love it. I wanted to love it because this guy loves it. I wanted to love it because I like the visuals. I like the cartoon. But I just said... So the, so the next book coming out. No I segue. No segue. It. Well, if I don't say Talk it now, the I'm microphone. Forget about it. Is Critical Role called the Nether Deep? That is coming out March fifteenth. Get it on D and D Beyond for twenty nine ninety nine. Be sure to get your local bookstore, like we all do, uh, for all of our books. I buy all of the Critical Role things at my local bookstore because I love Critical Role. Timmy. That's right, Tim. Yes. Tim. That's why I did that. <laughs> so that is all I have for tabletop game news. Um, what about our uh, What about our guy that we interviewed? What about Matt Hyra? Hyra, Hyra. Well, he's next. He's next. He cool. So we're going to talk to Matt Hyra. This is going to be great. At Dragonflight. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. And he is awesome. Yes, he is. He's big. We don't even need to be there. We could have just put him in front of the microphone and like just mm-hmm. step. And he's taken part in so many, oh. so many games, oh, like yeah. the Archer game. Oh my goodness. Um, anyway, let's just throw, throw it to Matt right now. Hey, geeks. You know, if you're a longtime listener to the show, you have heard some amazing people on this show Andrew Deckard, Ruth Gamebauer, Chris mm. Pramus, uh, Jeremy Crawford, who's been on this show. We have some big games that have come in here. But we have some royalty that just came in here today, <laughs> which is amazing. Um, and we captured him. Hopefully, you will not. Uh, have a restraining order against us like the others I just mentioned, but Matt Hyra with Renegade Games is here. Matt, thank you so much for coming here. Yes. Oh, no problem. Show. Hey, Dragonflight is my home convention. Wow. Oh, Even though cool. I live in Orange County, California now. <laughs> so I grew up I grew up at Dragonflight. Oh, wow. okay. That's, yep. that's pretty cool. So you are a Washingtonian then, huh? Yeah, well, yeah. well <laughs> the funny thing, I was born in California, but grew up in Seattle and uh, 22 years, and then went back down there for a job in the gaming industry. Well, you got you <laughs> so, got to put food on the table, that's there for you sure. Go. Well, so you've been schlepping this game right here, another deck-building game, many of uh, many deck-building games that you have done, I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, so talk to us about this new one, Transformers. Yeah, Transformers deck building game. It is just now hitting stores. Uh, you know, supply chain issues pending. You know, your your area of the country may or may not get a truck very soon. But anyway, uh, it's kind of coming out now in November. So, uh, Transformers deck building game. It is a game for. Uh, well, it's based on Transformers. This one, you are playing as Autobots. Now, we do tell you right out of the get go that we will be expanding it so that the next release will be uh, a standalone, but also cross-compatible, that will allow you to play as Decepticons, and then you can also play teams, like 2v2, or even 1v1, 2v2 being awesome. So the game can be played competitively, cooperatively, there's a cooperative mode, or team-based once the Decepticon expansion comes out. But for right now, uh, the first release here, you play, uh, you are just a a Decepticon, uh, or sorry, an Autobot. Mm-hmm. And you can also play solo, by the way. The, the, the cooperative style allows for that, obviously, uh, where you can just play one character and do it all yourself. But otherwise, it's one to five players. There's a, um, 
Can I turn this around? Are they going to sure, be able yeah, to see yeah, that? Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you yeah. can kind of see here that there's a bunch of face down cards. And what happens is, depending on the number of players, you're going to set up cards in a face down matrix, kind of a grid of cards. And you have a character pawn that you're going to move around and spend some of your movement points to search your space by flipping the card face up. If that, that could be a technology, it could be um, a maneuver, a fellow Autobot that you could recruit, or it could be a Decepticon that, you, that ambushes you because you, they jumped you, right? Sure. <laughs> they no, surprised you. Decepticon. They surprised oh, you and, uh, and ambushed you, and you'll, uh, you'll, you'll suffer a small penalty. Um, but the ultimate goal is to uh, score victory points by defeating Decepticons, especially three bosses, which are seeded into the main deck. The main deck then replenishes the, the matrix as you as you buy cards there. So there's a spatial element. There's range. You know, you can sometimes you can shoot things from range into to buy them or attack them. So you don't have to enter their space and get ambushed. You can fight them from range as well. Is, uh, cool. that, that, yeah, that's cool. I mean, we, uh, I mean, we kind of grew up on Autobots. I remember yeah. getting the <laughs> comic book as well. Yep. Um, so that is, that's pretty cool. And and Matt, this isn't your first rodeo. What other games have you uh, designed? <laughs> I, it, it's a, it, a ton. It might, it might be a lot to list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I started out, you know, as a as a Seattle boy. I, mm -hmm. I started out at uh, Wizards of the Coast. Naturally. Oh, okay. That's cool. Uh, so I was there from '96 to 2003. Okay. And then got the call from uh, Upper Deck okay. Entertainment to go down. They had a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh money lying around, and wanted to get a card game going, uh, like a pro-level mm -hmm. card game. So, versus system. Uh, that was led into World of Warcraft miniatures game, wow. World of Warcraft trading card game, uh, various other small games like Hello Kitty and mm -hmm. all that. Um, but uh, Upper Deck got rid of their whole entertainment division in 2010, huh. so a few of the upper echelon folk from the gaming division started Cryptozoic up in Irvine, California. Okay. So I moved up there. And that's when we did uh, things like, well, we continued the World of Warcraft trading card game, but I also mm -hmm. did, the big one there was the DC, DC Comics deck building game. And, but various mm -hmm. deck building games. There's also NHL Hockey, right. <laughs> Naruto, Street Fighter, mm -hmm. Lord of the Rings, Hobbit, uh, Penny Arcade. I'm sure I'm even forgetting a couple. Cause, Is there a wow. franchise that you haven't worked on? Oh boy, <laughs> boy! All the franchises I've done: an Archer game, Walking, oh, wa that. Walking Dead, uh, even Ender's Game wow. of all things. Wow. Um, some there's very few. I haven't, I haven't done a Star Wars game. That would be, a, be yeah. A funny, funny story. Actually, I actually approached Wizards of the Coast with a Star Wars trading card game design before I ever got hired there. Oh. So, <laughs> but they were like, we don't have the license. That's too much right yes. now. So I'm yes. like, okay. And you had said something before we started recording about um, how uh, you know, a lot of people have deck building games, but you have the most, uh, they're different. They're not the same. Yeah, I think all. so. That's, that's apparently what, yeah, that's apparently, it's like Donald X Baccarino has made 20 different Dominion expansions and whatnot, right, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. one game design, right? Mm -hmm. yep. um, my, the, the DC deck building game, uh, which I don't work on anymore, but it's still going, that has probably 20 releases as well. Um, but yeah, I've, I've worked on the, the most, the, I have the most different deck building designs under my belt, so. 
a lot of people, a lot of people, like people like Justin Gary, Mike Elliott, some people like that. They've done two or three deck building games, but I've done thirteen or fourteen different ones. Wow, maybe okay. fifteen. I haven't. <laughs> I don't know the exact number. There's too many. This Penny Arcade deck building game. Sounds, sounds like okay. this is you know your passion, obviously, right? I mean, have you been? Yeah, well, since you're a little squirt or. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have another distinction. I'm the only person who has been to every single Dragon Flight. Because oh, I don't know. Like a medal for get something. a medal. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys know Chuck Munson, it was it was he and I were the. I don't. You guys remember Chuck? I don't, but okay, I do yeah. remember this was not always here. It was at a community right. college, I yeah. believe. Uh, uh, Seattle first. University. Yeah, yeah oh, Seattle sorry, University. Seattle Chuck University. was the president of Dragonflight and the mm-hmm. con director for most of the early years. Uh, and so he and I were vying for it, but he sadly passed away. Five or five, yeah. five or six years ago, I guess. I had a good friend yeah. that started, Steve Graham, was his name. Uh, yeah. Sadly, he yeah. passed away. I worked with him at the University Registrar. of Washington. Registrar. Yeah, yeah. Really great guy. Real good. Um, so, uh, you know, we have talked to a lot of game designers, and this podcast is kind of the nerds, nerds, uh, uh, <laughs> nerd the nerds podcast, doing kind of like game design, the mechanics, and, and just diving into it. And uh, uh-huh. so, in terms of your game, mm-hmm. and ha- talk to us how. How it came about? Did the company come to you and say, "Hey, we would like you to develop uh, this transformer deck building game"? Did you mm-hmm. go to them, and then how did it start? Like, okay, we gotta start putting rules together. Um, how, how do we do? How do you guys yeah. start the development? Of these? Um. Well, I should probably mention in in the timeline. So I started at Wizards of the Coast, then uh, Upper Deck, then Cryptozoic. So I was at Upper Deck from 2003 to 2010. Cryptozoic from 2010 to 2019, and then I went to Renegade Game Studios. Okay. So that is where Transformers is. Now, I am an in-house designer for them. Yes. Uh, and I started with the Vampire the Masquerade uh, Rivals expandable card game. You did that? Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, oh, great. Yeah, no, okay. Yeah, no, okay. Yeah, so that, that's, told you, that's, the, first game, that's yes. the first game that I did uh-huh. for Renegade, but I'm, okay. I'm a house organ. For Renegade, so okay. I, I don't actually know because I came in late to the or Later. you know once the okay. game because the the company had already been going for several years right mm-hmm. founded by Scott Gaeta who was formerly from Upper Deck well sure. he was actually formerly Decipher then Upper Deck then Cryptozoic so I've kind of I I never worked for Decipher but mm-hmm. anyway uh, so what was I trying to say right I don't know for this one because I wasn't there at the very beginning I don't know. I, I would guess that Renegade probably approached Hasbro about this because okay. okay. Hasbro Hasbro owns Wizards of the Coast, so I would suspect that mm-hmm. they would ask Wizards of the Coast if they wanted to do it first, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I would suspect that Renegade probably saw that these games weren't being made and and you know asked about it. Okay. There it, are yeah there are times when the big companies, mm-hmm. not necessarily big companies actually, I would say that like um, creators will sometimes come to a company if they like their stuff. The most famous one, and one of the games I probably should have mentioned, uh, or IPs, is Rick and Morty. I made all of the Rick and Morty games at Cryptozoic, like six or seven oh, of them. Oh, man, okay. Including uh, a deck-building uh, uh, game. I just forgot uh, about the, deck, just, the Rick and Morty. Blue Samurai I know, Sweet I love Spot, Rick and right? Morty. Yeah, we actually <laughs> well, did two. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, yeah. We actually, yeah, Rick and Morty, there were two, there were two games in that line. Um, so, funny, with this funny story, with the Rick and Morty game, Justin Roiland had seen uh, maybe 
DC deck building game or one of the one of the games that I had done at Cryptozoic, and he actually wrote a letter handwritten to uh, Cryptozoic and said, "Hey, I'm I just came out with this with a new cartoon show called Rick and Morty. Could you guys make like a game for it?" Wow! <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was an amazing partnership there. So I got to meet him and everything, and go up to his offices and show him some of the games. So he loved them. That's awesome. But anyway, was that the question? Yeah, well, so for I, this case, yes. I suspect that Renegade went to Hasbro, because okay. I don't think Hasbro would have come to Renegade as, as certainly as their first choice. Yeah. Sure. But so, this is one of four building games uh-huh. that I'm doing with Renegade. Okay. There's Transformers is the first one that's come out. Uh, uh, sorry, that's not true. Uh, Power Rangers deck building game actually came okay. out first. Okay. Uh-huh. This is just the latest and greatest, right. of course. Uh, so Power Rangers was first. Uh-huh. Uh, Transformers is second. G.I. Joe is just going to be shipping pre-orders in November. Okay. And then, finally, My Little Pony. Those yeah, are all, all right. Those okay. are all, and now. that'll be out in, mm, that'll be out in mid-22. So, so you came in yeah. on the, the, the rule-making part of it? or um, Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Oh, sorry. What I meant was for the company, I came in like after they'd been going okay. for a while. But I was there from the beginning for these Hasbro games. Oh, okay. So, so yeah. So, so the, yeah, I, I did all the rule sets for these. So and, how did you come up with, I mean... How do you come up with like, okay, we got to develop this game because mm-hmm. the boss has told us to. How, what's your process? How do you do this? Right. Yeah. Well, that that is, I, I do try to make every game different than mm-hmm. than you know things that we've seen before. So, with Transformers, um, I wanted there to be, you know, we've got these giant robots that can also transform into cars, and so I'm like, well how can we simulate the need for you to transform during the game? And so I'm just like, well, why do they transform into vehicles so they can move faster? Well, deck building games don't typically have movement, but you can do it. And certainly Renegade is pretty famous for Clank, right? Mm -hmm. That was before my time, but that involved movement. And so I'm like, well, I I don't want to do like a dungeon board because that's not Transformers, but a lot of Transformers is looking for relics and things like that and Energon, finding allies cubes, and yeah. finding Energon. So mm-hmm. I thought, let's create a little grid of cards that we call the Matrix, because that's kind of a thing in Transformers. Yeah. And so uh, it was born out of that. And then also having these giant weapons, it seemed like interesting to like, hey, why don't some of these weapons can actually shoot at range? So you don't always mm-hmm. have to... Uh, get into close combat with a Decepticon, you can, uh, you can attack them from afar. So let's make spatial relations a, a part of it. You know? So that's kind of where it was right. born. Did, and while you were doing this, did, mm-hmm. did Hasbro like, you know, say, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that? Or did they give you free license? Say, hey man, come up with a good game, use our characters, we're not asking for any restrictions. Uh, they, it, it, most, most big companies don't, don't, do not get in very involved. Um, okay. Sometimes if you have like a single creator or something, you'll get a little bit more feedback or if they play them. But uh, a big company like Hasbro, they're, they're not going to actually play the game. They are more interested in making sure that you have lived up to their brand ideals and haven't, you know, there's no like swearing and stuff right. like that, right. and, you know, so... And th- well, that, that's great because then if you love, I mean, if you if you love Transformers like I did, oh, you yeah. know, and you're probably around oh, yeah. our age, you know, you mm-hmm. probably uh, kind of 
kind of put your love into this. Probably, oh yeah, right. Because for you, sure, you remember uh, you remember the Autobots and Decepticons. Yes, indeed. I'm glad to see Optimus the '80s Prime. being mined yes. for material yes. up, totally. up to and including My Little Pony, which really surprised me. <laughs> yeah. That came yeah. out of your mouth. Were you but, thinking, right? Yeah, yeah. Were you thinking about any particular episode that you wanted to? Or, or not, a particular character no, that, you, not, that you drew your inspiration from in Transformers? Not, not really. <laughs> not really. I just mm-hmm. wanted to, uh, you know, hit all the highlights kind of thing, you know. Uh, no, not, not any particular episode, but I had to do my, I had to do my research, of all course. Right. <laughs> so. and, and do you work, uh, I see there's another name on the box, so when you uh-huh. do this um, in, in the company, yep. uh, how many game designers are usually in a room? How do you do it? Is it like bunch of whiteboards you guys are like throwing out rules and shooting down rules and <laughs> arguments Close. well these days uh, we're not in the same room we're actually working remotely and we use an online uh, screen top simulator yes. to, to, to play test with and we have play testers around the world as well um, so how do we start it up we usually uh, sometimes for this one I think I think we, we kind of had each of us, because uh, there are two other people in uh, the Renegade R&D. There's uh, Dan Blanchett and TC Petty. And so sometimes one person will take on a game, sometimes two, like Dan Blanchett is my co-designer on Transformers. Uh, and So sometimes solo, sometimes group, but pretty much from at the start, everything is a group thing. Because we talk about... Sometimes we'll have one person kind of take the lead on a direction to go, and then we will build on that or say, yeah, you know what, let's, let's, maybe, let's maybe shift that a little to the left and try a slightly different tack into the game, you know? Were you the so, lead on this particular game? This yeah, game? yeah, I guess I'm, I'm kind of the lead on, on all of them, I suppose, okay. but yeah. <laughs> well, that is... Uh, that- I, I, this is just incredible. Yeah, kind of, it's, hey, it's, thanks for walking in front of our camera yeah, a few yeah. minutes ago. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. My, my pleasure. The, the fact that uh, then you threw down your card and went, holy oh, cow, yeah. I, I know this company. Jeez. Right now. Because I, well, I didn't expect you to be a dragonfly. That's why I, I just, like, yeah. it, it doesn't, it, so it's really cool that you came to a, a convention like this because these yeah. are your people, man. Yeah. I, ju- I just totally. I just come here for fun. I'm not on the company dime or anything. Oh, wow. So oh, this is just that's even better. I've you know I, I have to be here because I'm you know I've got to keep the streak alive. So oh, I've cool. I've come back every year since 2004, right? Because I was here for the two thousand three. Yeah. yeah, maybe it's super cold up here though, oh, <laughs> especially this terrible. weekend. Oh, Granted, I'm the only one wearing a T-shirt at the table here, but you know, what are you gonna do? So you guys are doing mul- obviously because your company, you got to constantly come up with new product and all that. So yeah. So you are you, you're managing different lines. Mm-hmm. So how does that work? How do you keep them separate? Do you like okay from like uh, ten to noon, we're gonna work on Transformers, and from like <laughs> noon to two, we're gonna work on uh, something else? I mean, uh, not, yeah, not not that rigidly like a timetable. It's more like w- you know what is anything falling behind right now? Because we we do have schedules right, to keep. Right. You know, uh, you have to book time at the factory, things like that. So we do have schedules to keep there are deadlines it's not all it's not all fun in games but it's pretty fun uh so i would say that the playtesting schedule kind of determines a lot of what happens so it'll typically be um is there anything we need to do before the playtest like make any slight tweaks and then we have the playtest for an hour or two 
and then you know sometimes the discussion afterwards can can last an hour or two even right uh, and then we make the changes afterwards kind of go over them put them into screen into the screen top you know into the simulator and then you know maybe at that point it's time to work on something else you know to get it ready for the next play test maybe maybe that afternoon or the next morning you know so what's a typically how long does it take from start to finish uh, hmm. timeline for is it a year is it six months to uh, get a game out yeah it's not not a year I would say that we we probably start concepting at around the you know the eight month mark, and we usually have it ready to go for playtesting at six months, and then we'll playtest for you know playtest happens concurrently with uh, art descriptions or art acquisition if we're using comic books or a TV show or something like that. Uh, so that'll happen con concurrently with playtesting. Once playtesting is almost done, that's when we send everything to the editor. You know, and we just okay. do light playtesting after that because we don't want to make giant changes once it's gone to the editor. But of course, we're not sending it to the editor until it's 95% done, yeah. right? So, uh, yeah. So anyway, at that point, so I think about eight months, but it's really six months of hands-on, you know. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and then I assume Hasbro or you, you obviously someone's got to do the final like, okay, let's do this yeah well um, we have the art direction team and the creative people and the and the and the graphic designers they have to uh you know make sure that everything looks right because that's a big company like hasbro is mostly interested in how everything looks you know as opposed know. to the gameplay is there any is there any idea that you have had um that involves you know something like transformers or something that you need to get permission for and they've said no they said no you can't make a game of us no. Oh, you mean where we've come to a company and said, hey, can we make a game out of X? And they yeah. said, absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, I don't um, know why anyone would, but you seem <clears throat> to have been doing this for a long time. So. Yeah. Wow. I'd have to... Um, we should make a Geeks of Cascadia game. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Could I think we're exciting. playing it right now, Could aren't we? Yes, we are. Yeah. Um, I don't, you know, that might be that might be one level up from where I am. Like, I, I probably don't. I don't hear. Yeah, I suppose, huh? Yeah, suppose. there there have been times when we've when I've come up with like a little game idea and just written one page on it, and we send it to a company to say, "Hey, we want to do a game," and here's the idea, and they and they reject it or say they don't want want to bother doing a game or whatever, you know. So I can't think of any specifically right now, but there have been there have been some. Cool. Mm -hmm. Man, I am I, I'm really happy you we came across you. You came across yeah, us, so this yes. is this is amazing. Yeah, and um, like I'm like, wow, a podcast. What are you guys talking yeah. about? <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, we're right. talking to game designers. I'm like, hey. hi, oh. hi. My name's Matt. Well, we, we love it because we we talk to folks that are like just struggling, and sometimes we talk to folks mm -hmm. and they just had like cut out three by five cards yeah, in that process, right? Yeah. Um, we, well, that's important for those folks yeah, to get the uh -huh. exposure and, you know, get used to talking in public as well. Because yeah. some people, like, I, I was listening a little bit where most people don't do this full time, you know? Yes. yes There's very, there, I'm probably one of 20 people who work at a company that I don't mm -hmm. own yeah. as the main, as the lead designer. Most right. lead designers have their own little company, but... Right. Yeah, yeah we, and I brought it up before. Is we we have our friend David Gerard John Spirit Games. He has mm -hmm. no desire to to be uh, in any company, but he loves mm -hmm. developing these games and yeah. going yeah. to cons and doing this. And uh, 
But, I mean, I'm glad they're out there because they're generating these wonderful products that we can play. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, you guys are out there. But there are a few that these game designers, like, that's their dream, right? They want to try to get into the business. And mm -hmm. though we have, we do have game designers that listen to us, how, how does one uh, maybe get into, how do they get in, reach out to you, to get, get to your level, to join a company like Renegade, mm -hmm. Wizards of the Coast, or Paizo, or anything like that? What's your, what's your suggestion yeah. to these folks who are out there? Sure. Um, joining a company is probably a little tough because there's so few companies that are hiring full-time or part-time game designers, you know, for, just to work for the company. Um, your, your, your best bet is to look for those freelance moments. Uh, one way to do that is to play test for some of your favorite companies. Um, they're probably play testing online just like we are. Yeah. And, you know, that's a good way to spot some talent. And if people are talking about, hey, I've got this, I've been making this game for the past two years, you know, and uh, do you guys think you might want to look at it? You know, that, that's a reasonable thing. Once we get to know you, you know, we'll, we'll take a look at your, at your design. Um, I would, you know, years ago I said, this is the golden age for, for independent game designers because you can just put a game on Kickstarter. Yeah. <laughs> but nowadays... You can't really do that. You've got to have a polished, 95% done game uh -huh. to get any attention at all on Kickstarter, and that's a little sad. So 10 years ago, anybody with cardboard cutouts yeah. could, uh -huh. could, could get a couple thousand dollars worth of support, but no, that just doesn't work anymore. Yeah. So yeah. that's sad. The hardest part, too, is the art. Uh, by far, when oh, we yeah. talk to these game designers. Yeah. But luckily, you've got Asbro saying, here, take our, take our right. art. So. Yeah. <laughs> But the other way, the way that a lot of people are doing it now is it, at conventions mostly, um, bigger ones, with speed dating. You know, they have mm -hmm. the designer speed dating. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or, yeah, so you'll, it's, it's typically 15 to 20 designers will set up their game, mm -hmm. and then game companies who are at the convention will come through and rotate, and you get to do a 15-minute elevator pitch and show them a little wow. bit, a little bit about how to play. Have you done that? I mean, have you yeah. been in a board receiving this information? I guess. Uh, have I? Yeah, if I, I've attended as a representative of the okay. companies. So we have picked up games um, at Cryptozoic. We picked up uh, Mad Science Foundation. Um, yeah, we've picked up. I've, we've picked up several games that way. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, out there, if you're a game designer, just hey, don't give up. Keep yeah. trying. That's right. But most of all, <laughs> you know, you gotta love what you're doing, though. Others why do it, right? Oh, yeah. So, and Matt, you clearly love what you're doing. I do. Uh, and I so, do. thank you again. Uh, how, yeah. do we, how do we get a hold of you? How do people get a hold of you? You got Twitters and um, you can You could tweet me, I guess. I'm not on Twitter all that much, but I will see it. <laughs> uh, it's, um, Renegade has Twitter as well. Yes. Renegade does as well. I, my Twitter is Hail. Hale underscore Hyra. Oh, that's <laughs> sweet. That's great. So, Very nice. There you go. Wow. That is awesome. I well, bet you planned that out before Twitter ever even existed. Well, <laughs> I have I have had the nickname Hydra a little bit, you know, just because that's a common mispronunciation. But uh, so I thought, you know, after the Captain America movie, I thought it would be a pretty, pretty fun, badass. pretty fun handle. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, Matt. Thanks, uh, check Matt. out Renegade thank Game you. Studios. Check out the game Transformers and mm -hmm. all the other awesome games that he has done. So thanks a lot, Matt, for coming on the show. Thank, thank you. That was Matt Hyra. How cool is that? He's kind of sexy. He's kind of sexy, too. I'm just saying. <laughs>
was great. He was great. He was great. I he was loved great. it. I loved what? it. I love that. That was what one of my nice favorite guy. interviews. Oh, nice guy. Local? He. Well, I mean, he doesn't. Kind of local. That is kind of local. Crazy, yeah. all the things he's, he's done, all here. the games that he's he has helped and yes. to bring to us. And oh my gosh. He's been to every dragon flight that he has, he's been alive for, apparently. Yeah. I'm not sure whoever watched I'm not sure where, because I didn't watch it, how it was mm-hmm. viewed, but my jaw was on the floor, and so I had to pick it up a lot. I'm, cause... I, and I'm hoping that he's kind of listening to this. But Matt, can you please. Find us every time. Exactly. There. So I, I, just, I just want to ask all, on the scale the of um, Greg Tito to not Greg Tito at all. Because Greg Tito's Because Greg Tito's the And best. I know I'm a lesbian, yeah, but right. I know he's hot. Where, where, right. where does Matt rank? I think I, I think Matt ranks said, like Matt's I just, just, pretty up there, man. I, think Matt's like I don't know. I said, you said Jason Momoa would be someone that you would. Mm. You would Jason, Jason, I would break my rules for Jason. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, they're they're below Jason, but not much, not much. Greg Tito and Matt. I don't know. I don't know. They're both. By the way, Mr. Momoa, if you're listening to this, Jason Momoa. If you're listening, my real name and address is. I'll put your address okay. in there. Seriously, though, thank, thanks for showing up. And uh, oh, totally. You know what? I I actually loved hearing about uh, uh, his um, uh, path. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. That was great. That was great. How yeah. he just started coming here as a kid, and how he. Oh my gosh, that was really the, the that fact was really that awesome. the fact that I came home and I have a game that he designed and built mm-hmm. in my game stack. Yeah. Was crazy. Yeah. Oh, next time you should bring it and have him sign it. I should. I've done that with a couple of games. Because you know he'll be there next year. Yeah, yeah, he'll be there next year. Absolutely. Yeah, that was well, cool. Well, what cool. a great show. You know, we got a lot of content from uh, Dragonflight. We'll be rolling those out about once every two weeks as we can. Uh-huh. And if any of you have great ideas for interviews or comments, uh, check us out. Email us at geeksofcascadia at gmail.com. Or don't call us because the phone number has been deactivated by Google. Well, and we you shouldn't call us anyway. Don't call us. Don't call really us. Weird. Yeah, it's weird. But we got other. Don't guys. stand outside of my weird? house. Why is it weird? We, we can still stand outside his house. <laughs> you it's can, fine. You can tweet us at yeah. Geeks of Cascadia. Yes, we are on Instagram, which we never use. Um, at, at Geeks of Cascadia. <laughs> we might during OrcaCon. Usually, uh-huh. that's when that happens. Is I take pictures and I post them. And if you're looking for a Patreon account. We don't have one. Maybe, so. <laughs> maybe, maybe Rebecca will work on that. Yeah, there you go. Sure. I would love to do that because who wouldn't want a Geeks of Cascadia t-shirt? Well, you like know. you're wearing right now. But uh-huh. I, I mean, yes. we need a new design, man. We do. We're going to get a new design. Well, no, I, I, I like our design. I like our design. I like our design. What I'd like to do is I would like, I would like to do a Patreon and then have us record our games. Yes. I also would like that. Yeah, and the Patreon, we'll and we could that. have mugs and mm-hmm. like stickers, stickers, yeah. sure, caps. Maybe, maybe we'll do that. Maybe if we get more motivated, we'll do things like that. We will. All right. So um, please email us. Don't don't do the hand farting. Don't do the hand the farting. Wall. Don't okay. do that. Don't do that. That's not okay. I can't burp, but he can do <laughs> hand farting. Wow. You can't swear. Is the rule. God damn it, why not? Just stop fucking swearing. So anyway, <laughs> since we're uh, going down a dark path and we have nothing else to say, I just want to close out by saying embrace the nerd, and I hope you make that saving throw. You're the nerd.